Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Hey guys and gals, wanted to take a brief moment to tell you guys about the Bent Rods Bass Club charity event coming up. If you missed the episode with David Brook, if uh, you guys don't know David, he's part of the catch team, pretty well known in the kayak fishing world, and uh, he is holding a charity event through the Bent Rods Bass Club on Banner Marsh State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois. All the proceeds are going to go to the Depression and Suicide Prevention Crisis Line for Will and Grundy counties. This is something that is near and dear to him. It's not only for depression and suicide, but also those that struggle with addiction. Uh, Dave lost a daughter uh, due to an overdose. I lost a friend that uh, lost the good fight against uh, battle and addiction. And uh, I also lost an uncle due to suicide. So this can go to help prevent folks that we know and love from uh, losing their lives. So even if you guys can't participate in the event, let's help out. It's $25 per angler. Uh, You can get signed up on Tourney X. Just go to Tourney X, search Bent Rods Charity Event. You should find it. Um, If you are going to participate, this includes boats, canoes, and or kayaks. So it's a catch photo release, three bass limit at 12 inches. Dave's got a ton of prizes uh, to raffle off and give away. Uh, this is just a great cause that means a lot to him and myself. So if you guys can help out, I know uh, a lot of you guys helped out for the 
charity event that Jackson Orr put on. So uh, let's keep showing the support for these great causes and these great charity events. Thank you so much. It means the world to all of us at Paddle and Finn. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. Hello and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts Josh Eldridge and Brian Schiller, where we cast our final opinion on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. to the final cast i'm josh i'm Um, brian brian yeah buddy i'm rocking some swag how do you like it i love it dude i love it i got you yeah buddy on the back so uh quick story uh i think we talked about it in the group chat but uh this past weekend, um, I was down at the Midwest Crossroads Kayak Bass Team Classic down on Lake Newton, and uh, we were standing around at check-in and stuff, uh, both day one and day two, and I kept hearing people say, yeah, buddy, and, like, my head was on a swivel. I was like, what? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> I guess I've had a bad influence on the kayak fishing community. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I think it's a good thing, man. Yeah, buddy. We're gonna, you know what we need to do next, right? What's that? We need to... I dig it. I dig it. I dig Ed it. Edition. I dig it. I dig it. Or, or we'll cool. get that. Put down the sleeves. I dig it. It'll All work. Right. It'll work. I dig it. Oh, I like it. No, it just doesn't have the same ring, does it? Eh, it's not yeah. as good as yet, buddy. No, I meant I dig it. I dig it. I like it. I like nah. it. No, this doesn't work. I dig it. <laughs> All right, tonight we're going to talk a couple things. Um, recently, Brian was at the Crossroads Tournament. I was uh, down at Dale Hollow with Mr. Hicks, Mr. Milford, uh, Justin, and Jay. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, a lot of fish were caught. Um, I kind of fished a little bit different than most everybody else. Um, just because I was down there and I'd never been there before and I kind of wanted to fish out of my element. So I kind of went and fished deep. Um, before I went, I did a little bit of research, not a lot. But I kind of wanted to see, you know, <clears throat> what kind of seasonal patterns they had. And I read some stuff about summertime fishing and at night and the fish kind of deep, like 20 feet uh, along like weed lines, but <clears throat> not the weed lines that they were fishing. They were fishing where there was a ton of weeds and that's where the large mouth were. But I was trying to target small mouth more just because it's Dale Hollow, you know, 
and it's kind of known for their big small mouth but we'll get into that maybe i don't know if we have time but sure that's where i was but i got to get in a different boat um loveland was nice enough loveland canoe and kayak was nice enough to let me borrow the kusta fd for the weekend um i wanted to try um try a pedal drive out on the big lake like that um i got to do it with you in your hometown and that was with the big rig and i fell in love with that boat and i wanted to just kind of get another comparison of another jackson model or something you know so obviously we carry jackson and bonafide there so <clears throat> i didn't really uh you know as far as pedal drives obviously got to aim towards jackson when bonafide doesn't have any so uh the coos fd was what they had available and uh so i got to take that boat out and there was some pros and cons for sure about it um I definitely like the big rig better, but we'll get into more detail. But Brian and I decided to do an episode regarding jig trailers. Um, you guys probably saw uh, the post this week uh, from Ryan talking about jig masters again, since they're one of our uh, show sponsors. And so everybody's been catching a lot of fish on them. Everybody's been doing really well. You know, uh, like Ryan said in the video, not only do we endorse them, but we also use them because we all believe in them. I know you, you've you caught some pretty good ones lately, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, uh, actually, one of his jigs uh, won me $600 down at uh, the Table Rock Lake. Uh, championship for the KBF uh, Central Central Division um, Trail Championship. Uh, caught a twenty and three quarter inch smallmouth. Um, I was tossing this past weekend down at the crossroads when I was fun fishing. Uh, caught two seventeen and a half, so sixteen and a half, or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I've had a lot of great success. Um, you know, when you were out here Labor Day weekend, uh, you hooked me up with some baits. I have since placed a fairly large order, which, uh, should be coming in the near future, but I've always been a jig fisherman, man. And, uh, it's something different about them, but, you know, I think the key here is pairing up your jig the right trailer and that's something that none of us have really talked about what we've used i know cody briefly talked about it when he was on uh the bass fishing for noobs segment um i've been using some different stuff um yeah so i figured this would be a, a great opportunity to kind of talk about some of the stuff we've used and uh kind of kind of go from there sounds good you want to start with what you've been using or you want me to start uh i'll start i mean you know that big fish uh, that i caught uh down at the the tournament there um i was using a rage striking rage bug and i actually trimmed it down which is more of a creature bait uh gave yeah. it a little bit more of a profile though um and the the claws aren't as as wide um so, uh, and I was using the, um, I forget the exact name on Cody's website, but it's like a watermelon green pumpkin and purple. Um, and I was using a purple trailer. Um, 
I know some guys like to offset and contrast quite a bit with their trailers. I usually like to match them a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I will change it up sometimes. Um, I think it's all a, a personal preference. Um, sometimes that does make a difference, though. Um, just changing it up and having something something a little bit different on there. Um, yeah. I've also used I've used a lot of the Rage stuff lately. Uh, the Rage, uh, I think it's called the Baby Men- Baby Craw, the Menace. No. Yeah, it. I got one right here. Is this it? Hold on. That's what I I I really like these because it's really cylinder like the profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's it's kind of tighter. Yeah, it's easy to cut down. Is this it? Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah, the Rage Menace. Yeah, see, I like using that, uh, you know, to... Uh, sorry. Um, I like those when I want a little more action on the, the claws. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that Rage Bug that I've been using, um, they're not as wide and not as flappy, so to speak. Um, yeah. so it, it depends on the action too. Like I like to change it up in, you know, sometimes they want a lot of that flailing action going through the water. Sometimes they don't want it as much. Um, you know, I think it all depends on how finicky those fish are. Um, you know, a couple of the other ones that I use, um, definitely the Berkeley chigger craw when I want a lot more action, those claws are a little wider they flap uh, really well um, as you're reeling it or skipping it through the water. Um, but the one that, you know, if I want a bigger craw action like that, I'll usually go with a Z-Man TRD craw, or not the TRD craw, uh, the turbo craws. Because, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're a little bit bigger. They're very similar to the Berkeley Chigger craw. But um, what's nice about it is that Z-Man Elastec plastic, you know, I've caught so many fish on the same plastic before and just never had an issue. Mm-hmm. So um, those are some of, some of my faves. How about you? Um, probably my overall favorite so far is the Rage Menace, um, what you were talking about. Um, it gets like a lot of action with the, the arms like this. I noticed when I was fishing it, I would bring it out of the water and just see what it was doing compared to what else I had. And like we said, with this being segmented, like it is, um, it's really easy to kind of determine once you get like a good one on your hook of how much you need to take off. Um, so that's why I really like these a lot of times, especially I like the summer crawl Yeah. and, um, in the summer crawl color and jig masters. So what I'll do is I'll put that on. I'll die though. Um, I keep some sh- chartreuse dye on the boat and I'll dye those claws. Um, I kind of usually do just kind of halfway just to give a little contrast, especially if I have chartreuse in there, but like the, there's another one in there. I think it's the Oki crawl and it's green pumpkin and blue. And this looks really good when it's not dyed. Cause this has, it's green pumpkin, pumpkin with uh, black flake but it's got a blue hue to it also it's got a little bit of blue it looks really well paired up with that yeah um i uh, decided this weekend to experiment with some different trailers 
um, I went and stopped by Field and Stream on my way out to Dale Hollow and was trying to figure out when I wanted to uh, um, something else to try. And I bought some some baits, and they were actually fairly cheap. So probably the durability is a little bit in question, but you really couldn't beat the price of them, man. I was getting, I was finding them. I think these are yums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this one is the crawl chunk, and this thing is literally perfect size as a jig crawler. If you could see, this part's actually short, yeah. unlike the Rage Menace, so you don't have to buy anything down. And these uh, crawls are, like, they're not super wide. And I, to be honest with you, side by side, they're not any, like, longer than they just have more of an actual crawl look to them. And uh, this one is it's purple when you put it up to light. But, like, yeah. when you're actually looking at it, it's, like, black with blue flake. That looks really awesome on the uh, the black and blue um jig masters i actually put that also on the uh june bug one and it it looks really really good that's what i was fishing at night with i didn't do real good fish at night i had marked like three really big schools of fish one of them i'm not sure i caught a smallie out of it um but i uh, i'm like i'm like jay man it comes down i'll start throwing something i have trouble switching it up if it doesn't work the first four or five times i'll switch back to it i was fishing a jig mainly all weekend so um but when i went back at night those three schools were not where they were before um are you flexing on me right now (laughs) (laughs) maybe oh geez um but um you know, I really like these yum ones. They, uh, I think I caught a couple of fish off of it. They do tear up pretty easy. So one thing I haven't tried is the uh, Z-Man turbo crawls yet. I know Brad throws them a lot on his uh, chatterbaits and stuff, and everybody raves about them. But I, when I, when I get to the bait store, I tend to forget to check them. So uh, another one that I did get, I have, I have a color. It's, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember, Jigmasters, but this looked really good. It's like an orange and gray. Yeah. I think it's like a pink crawl color. Those look good. Um, I did find these ones from Excite. These were really nice, too, man. These are built as a jig trailer. It's called the Raptor Tail Chunk. And these look good. They're short, too. The claws are actually a lot, uh, a little bit longer, more pronounced. But those look good, too short already don't have to buy anything down but um one other one that i did i had success with it but i kind of didn't like the way it looked is uh, this is from yum also these baits were super cheap i bought them because they were like 2.99 a pack these are the christie crawls yeah and you look at the the appendages the claws are completely different oh, um i caught uh, an 18 and a half inch smallmouth with this. Nice. And that was the Dale Hollow. And but the thing is, is it's kind of tough. These things move, but they move almost like I want to say like frog legs, man. Like you see how the it looks like it's feet. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm coming over to you, Brian. Let me walk right over to you. <laughs> yeah. So you have to cut a lot off the end of that to get it to fit properly on your hook. And when I would see this, you actually had to move it sort of fast to get it 
to have a lot of action. It was really weird looking, man. Like almost like it was playing patty cake in the water or something. <laughs> something odd. So, um, but you know, I caught fish on it. Thing is, is I kind of couldn't identify what the fish wanted. Um, just because I'm not that good of a fisherman, to be honest with you, man. I keep trying stuff. I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone, try to do something different. And I caught several smallmouth. I probably caught like five or six. Uh, four, four of them were pretty small. One of them was maybe a 14, 15, and then the other one was 18 and a half. But the two bigger ones, man, when I caught them, it actually occurred when I was reeling up to recast. So, like, I had been bouncing the bottom, wasn't getting a bite, was reeling in, and the thing was only about a couple couple feet down under the surface, dude, and I just got drilled at that point, which I thought was kind of weird for being, you know, jig fishing, and then they were, they were hitting it on the uh, vertical rise as yeah. opposed to fall or, you know, after you bump into a rock or cover or something. So, in my eyes, I was like, well, maybe they're really wanting something moving. I tried to... Uh, a swim bait I tried actually one of Cody's swing head jigs um, it's got the uh, um, heavy cover head on it yep. but got a pivot arm on it and it's got a skirt I tried that that didn't work really work so I couldn't really kind of figure out how to fish for them properly but that'll just take practice man try to figure something out you know I even I think I threw a lipless crankbait um, hoping that maybe that would kind of draw them in but, um, you know, I kept marking this, these schools and I would stay with it, stay with them and keep finding them. You know, they'd move up and down the shoreline a little bit. So that was kind of cool that I experienced that. And I was actually reading what was on my graph and understanding what, what I was actually seeing for once. So, but I mean, to be honest with you, dude, I thought all these trailers have the potential to work, you know, like maybe this one, since it's a little harder to get moving. Um, you know, maybe it needs to be sped up and then you might get a hit, but maybe that subtle slowness of them moving barely might get hit a different day. You know, it's like you said, you never kind of know what the fish are in the mood for. If they're lethargic, they might want something a little slow, but if they're actively feeding and hungry, man, you, you know, sometimes you can just burn it and they'll hit it no matter what. So, oh yeah, I have one more I want to go over and hope Cody's listening to this. I nicknamed this rig for him called the hideous rig. And it's like you were talking about, we need some clash in our lives, you know? Sure. So what you do is you get the oaky crawl, which has got green and blue in it. And then you pair it with this beautiful Kalen's five inch lunker hub grub. It's got red flake in it. And there's not a speck of red in that jig color. And Cody hates it. Oh man. And yeah, so if you guys want to make Cody mad, pair this up on his jigs, take pictures of it, send it to him, and catch a fish so you can prove him wrong like how you did. It's called the hideous rig because it looks awful. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So, but sometimes changing it up like that can make all the difference in the world, you know. Uh, you You have so many people that throw the same or very similar style baits changing it up like that can make all the difference where it's something that the fish hasn't seen and it makes them bite um yeah you know so i like toying around with it you know um 
you know, going back to, like, plastics getting ripped up, too. Like, I've had instances uh, thrown, like, that rage bug where, like, bluegill or crappie will rip the tentacles off, you know, because they're so thin and tight. So that's one thing, too. Just be cautious, like, where you're throwing it. Like, you might go through a ton of plastics. Or you have those fish where... And I had this this past weekend where you had a fish go to hit it, and they were only grabbing, like, the the claws. So what I did is I shortened up the trailer and brought it closer to the hook, So that, and then I started getting a better hookup ratio. So yeah, uh, just, just an idea there. Well, like we've talked about before, man, uh, bass, when they pick up, crawfish, you know, natural crawfish, they tend to pick them up by their their claws they don't eat them whole and they shake them and try to rip those off it's what it kind of appears you know and then once they get them ripped off they probably go in for the kill and eat their uh, their meal at that point so right i agree <sighs> definitely like you know when you see a fish you know burp one up when it gets into your boat usually it comes out tail first you know yeah. or i've seen it where all you'll see is the the claws sticking out of the throat. I saw that too down uh, down in um, on Nickajack Lake this year in Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. So interesting stuff. Do you, do you throw trailers on a spinner bait? Yes, I don't throw a spinner bait that often. Um, but when I have, a lot of times I'll throw like a Kitek like swim bait, but not like the fat swing impacts I'll throw. They have these little skinny ones that yep. I'll tend to throw on them, but it doesn't really look very good. In my opinion, they're too long and too skinny. It, uh, I don't know. It just looks awkward. It looks like just a tail motion in there. There's no real body to it. So it's something that I need to, um, kind of get better at man and that's throwing like moving baits like that i'm i'm really big and even when i throw my swim baits sometimes i end up jigging them off the bottom like i'll swim them burn them you know like a couple turns and let them sink but um a lot of times if i'm fishing those things i'll kind of bound them bottom bounce them you know like kind of keep it close to the to the bottom or in contact with the bottom well that kind of the way i fished I, you know, it's like finesse fishing. That's why I like jig uh, fishing jigs so much because it's the same kind of concept. So, well, it's kind of mimics like a dying minnow or bait bait yeah. fish or something like that. Um, I know last year I started toying with uh, using like a three inch grub twister tail on the back mm-hmm. of a spinner bait, and I had pretty good success with that. Um, and that all stemmed from, uh, I was up in northern Wisconsin, was out fishing um, around this rocky island, uh, tossing just a crayfish with a three-ounce weight pegged, just kind of jigging it off the bottom. But I found a black spinnerbait hooked up on a log, so I paddled over and I grabbed it. And this is on a YouTube video on our, on our YouTube channel if you want to check this out, but, um, grab this brand new looking spinner bait and it had a chartreuse twister tail on it. And I'm like, well, this will make for good content on a video. So I tied it up right away and I ended up catching like five fish off of it. 
and okay. uh, so I started toying with it after that, and uh, I think having a little bit of that flailing tail action on the back of it definitely helps. Definitely yep. helps. And yeah, that, I really, I'm a big fan of fishing grubs. It's kind of actually what I started fishing originally uh, for smallmouth in the rivers, and uh, I had upgraded to using these yeah. this year. The Kalins? The 5-inch. Yeah, and the five inch and and the threes, and I really like these fives because it's kind of a bigger profile. And these look really good on swing hedge jigs. Yeah, yeah. I also, um, I I I've tried it too, where you put that twister tail on a jig, mm-hmm. so you you have just a little bit of that tail action kicking. I don't know if you've tried that, but that sometimes works oh, too. Yeah. If you don't want that bigger profile with the the claws on it, um, when I'm throwing swim jigs, I usually use that Kai Tech, or I will use the Diesel Minnows by Z-Man as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've used the Z-Man Diesel Minnow on a spinnerbait as well. Uh, works decent sometimes depends what they're after you know yeah but um yeah i i also uh you know earlier you mentioned uh chatterbait uh this year i started using um there's a swim bait that uh yamamoto makes um and i used that this spring and had a lot of good success with it it doesn't have that paddle tail like like a kai tech does um, it's mm-hmm. more of a flat swim bait tail. Um, but is it got the little, like the segmented tail, like it's got a segment in it to make it kind of move naturally like this. Yeah. But it, it's all plastic. Um, yeah. It's, uh, got a kind of a wide body. I, I think I bought some of those this year too. Okay. Yeah. I use those this spring, um, fishing, uh, a chatter bait and I loved it. The only thing is, is that plastic's kind of soft, like a Senko. Um, yeah. So you'll go through a bunch of them. Um, that's my only complaint, you know. Yeah. What else are you using a trailer on? Um, you know, like basically, I'll throw a trailer on anything with a skirt. So um, I've done the, uh, of course. Everybody does a lot of Kitex on chatterbaits and spinnerbaits. One thing I did see online, I think it was through Tactical Bass, and they will they try to match the speed of the actual chatter with their um, with the actual like trailer that they're using. So if they got you know like um, the jackhammer or something, they they want something that's got tries to match the speed up. And one thing I've heard that you can do to try to do that with Kitex, because if you kind of hook it naturally with the, the paddle part kind of going down, it's a little too slow or something weird like that. I can't remember if it's too slow or fast, but if you turn it upside down, actually, it's supposed to match the, uh, the speed of the wobble of that bait. Some, some might, you know, people might want to try out. I haven't actually tried that out myself yet. Um, so, but... so it's funny you bring that up. Jay and I had a conversation about that and then i know we had a few guests over on the og show and we asked him about that and everybody seems to throw their paddle down like naturally and we would throw Mm -hmm. them up and i mean we would have success but um it's interesting i never 
never heard the theory you're talking about, but it would make sense. Yeah. Um, I think th there was another bait that they used. They, it's a good episode to watch. It's uh, just about chatter baits and like what kind of trailers. And there was another one that they really liked. And it might have been a Z-Man one that they were raging about because they said uh, that thing hooked up naturally the way it's supposed to be, it, like matches perfectly with the jackhammers. Um, I haven't bought a jackhammer yet. I can't bring myself to drop $27 on a chatterbait, especially for the fact that I don't really throw them very often. But, um, you know, it's it's probably something I'd, I need to kind of try to get into more, especially with just throwing moving baits. Like I, I kind of had a feeling that I would have uh, hooked up with some more fish if I would have tossed a spinner bait, but I just refused to do it. But have you heard this before? People throwing, uh, like especially at nighttime for smallmouth, throwing uh, black black spinner baits with orange Colorado blades on it. Yes, I read that somewhere, and somebody raged. They're like, "Dude, it's like it's awesome!" And I search. I've been searching high and low for a spinner bait with orange. Two orange Colorado blades, and I cannot find them. It's something you've probably somebody's making, like low key, you know, like a small company or or, or something you just make on your own. But Accent Lures, I think, uh, makes makes the orange blades. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think of the other one that I know, but I have a few of them. Yeah, they're the bees that was knees. Something I yeah, it was something I was like, man, I'd really like to try this right now at night. So, it's the cat's um, meow. The cat's meow. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with you? What do you mean? <laughs> you got these old school puns. <laughs> it's my <laughs> way of. It's my way of keeping it clean and saying it's the. Right. Isn't <laughs> Keeping it clean. <laughs> um. But, you know, like, I'd, I mean, overall, just trailer-wise, I, I think uh, it's important. You don't need to go out and buy a bunch. Um, just buy, like, three colors. Buy a pack of three colors. You can get some of these things, like, dirt cheap. Like, I found them for two ninety nine. you know? And I found enough of them that I was like, oh, you know, like, I can buy several packs of these. It's not overpriced, you know? Those Strike Kings, uh, the Rage, Men uh, Rage Menace, I think they're, you know, they're a few dollars extra, and, you know, they're not exactly su super durable. So, you know, maybe check out if you're a durability person, you might want to spend the extra money and get some Z-Man products. You know, they, they, I, I don't want to say they'll last longer because who knows. But if um, you were to suggest three colors to buy, what would they be? I would say something green pumpkin, whatever flake you want. Um, if you have like maybe only three colors of jigs, um, you know, 95% of everybody's going to throw some sort of green. Uh, maybe get like the flake and whatever like secondary color that jig has to match it up or not. You know, like you said, sometimes a little bit of a clash isn't a bad idea. Um, I mean, when I threw the hideous rig, that caught fish when I was with you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I start out a lot of times organized, but about three hours into my fishing, it tends to get very unorganized. And these were within arm's reach, and that's why I grabbed it. Because that uh, remember when I started getting the fish where they're picking it up and dropping it in Illinois, and it was because that 
trailer had gotten torn so much it was like hanging by like half an inch of plastic sure um so i tore it off and switched that grub and i caught a couple fish actually the I want to say the fish that kind of messed up that rage tail was that big one that I caught with you, and I just kept trying to fish it. But, you know, you could get – just try to match up your jigs a little bit, man, and you can find these things fairly cheap, you know. They're not the most expensive plastic because a lot of times they're downsized to fit jigs, so there's not, not nearly as much going on. But I would say something like green pumpkin, uh, something black and blue. If you're throwing black and blue jigs – and um i don't know maybe pick something off off the wall i know i really like these orange ones i didn't throw them but um i think if you're in a season where the crawls are molting and they start getting that orange color that'd be pretty cool yeah so yeah Yeah, uh, i uh i recently heard a podcast with uh swindle on it and he says he carries two jig colors black and brown that's it And, um, you know, uh, basically same colors to match. Um, me personally, definitely green pumpkin, black, blue flake. And if I had to throw a third one in there, um, like a purple or June bug or something like that, just to offset. Um, I don't know. That's just, that's just me. I know, you know, some lakes, like the lake we were at this past weekend, like, uh, white is supposed to be a hot color. You know, guys were throwing, like, white creature baits and things like that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I know a lot of people will use white uh, jigs or creature baits during uh, spawn when fish are on beds, so that way you could see when that fish picks up that bait, you know, yeah. just to make it easier. Uh, because a lot of times the color won't matter. It's just more of being able to see when that fish picks it up to move it because they're irritated that something's in their, you know, territory. So right, yeah, for sure. Oh show, oh show. So uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, kind of a. It's really just personal preference, man. But. You know, if anybody's in the market for getting some new jigs or tr- trying them out, you know, uh, give, you know, Jig Masters a, a chance, man. Uh, I really like them. Um, you know, we, we talk about them a lot, especially because everybody's fishing with them now that we got them as a show sponsor. But, man, they work. They flat out work, and they're uh, it's a nice, a nice jig. It's got a good price tag on it, you know, and – Anybody's interested? We have the PNF uh, twenty is the code to get some. Um, you know, take a look, man. They got some super interesting co- uh, colors going on. I know that Cody's working on some other ideas of some other baits and stuff. So you know, kind of stay tuned because I think there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff coming from them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we definitely have some stuff in the works. Um, and. And yeah, I mean the light wire hooks. Uh, that's the Smitty series. Shout out Kurt Smits. Um, you know that right there. That light wire hook just helps your hookup ratios, uh, in my opinion. Especially when you're fishing from a kayak. Um, I mean, I used it this weekend fishing from a boat, and I had the same success. Um, so it was it was super cool, man. I dug it. I dug it. I'm sorry. Have you tried the heavy heavy duty wire? 
I have stuck them. Stuck them. Yeah, I mean, you have to have a heavier hook set to get that that heavier gauge hook in there. Um, yeah. You know, typically that's what I'll use. But I like that, that light wire hook because I could use a lighter pound test line. And I usually throw straight floral. And yeah. uh, actually, I've been using 12-pound test um, with that light wire hook and just crushing them. Crushing them. <laughs> That's that, awesome. That's my two cents. So I haven't, I haven't gotten out. I haven't thrown the heavy duty wire yet. Um, I have a bunch, but I haven't uh, tossed them yet. I think uh, maybe it's, it's a good idea for me to try them since you said I was hook setting too hard with the light wires, anyways. So. Yeah, yeah. I think if you switch that heavier duty hook with your, you know, Babe Ruth swing on fish, uh, you would have a lot better success in landing fish rather than losing them right at the boat. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. I got video, bro. Is yeah, that right. It's like you're swinging for the fences at Fenway or something, you know. Like, I'm surprised, like, the 19-inch tw- the fish you caught didn't come shooting out of the water because you sh- hook set it so hard. I mean, just saying, bro. Just saying. And what's fun- you know what's funny about that is, like, how I'm like, oh, I'm a finesse fisher. <laughs> yeah, finesse fisherman with a power fisherman's hook set, which is just redonkulous. I mean, it's just crazy, but I dig it. I dig it. I mean, you want to make sure that hook set and rip yeah. its upper jaw off at the same time. I, I'm not trying to do that at all. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to do. <coughs> but, uh, but, yeah. 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 I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I think we're going to get I dig it shirts made. Everybody uh, message us. Let us know if you'd be interested in getting some I dig it shirts. Yeah. And don't forget about the Yeah Buddy t-shirts. Available at yeah, the Paddle and Fin store. What I got on. Yeah, buddy. I got the long sleeve on, too. I like it. I like it's comfortable. It. Yeah? It's really like comfortable. It. You like that Soft long cotton. sleeve? I'm not usually a long sleeve guy. It's either hoodie yeah. or t-shirt. I got so. this one, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I like it. It says Paddle and Fin on the back. Yeah, buddy. But, uh, so, you wanna, anything you want to talk about before we go into the CUSA FD? No, man, we're good. I think we covered quite a bit of trailer options uh, on a couple different baits, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not here trying to tell anybody what kind of brand to throw or anything like that. You know, it's just stuff that we've, I, you know, I literally picked up on the way to Dale Hollow and, you know, I like the way it looked like the way some of them worked some of them i didn't but it caught a fish so you know <laughs> can't yeah. complain there but yeah you know there's it's it's one of the things just experiment you know you get out there don't 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 be like me don't get set and thrown at the same exact setup you know like switch it up a little bit maybe it's maybe it's just, you know not the color maybe it's the action of the bait you know or it could be the color but you know if you're only buying one color and one jig you know that may not work that day. Sure. So. But uh, so, like I said before, I got to take the Coos FD out uh, for the weekend, which was real nice. I got to spend some significant time in it. Um, 
the Kusa FD is not the big rig, and you know, obviously, um, I like the big rig better overall. Uh, the Kusa FD was nice. Um, some of the things I I really liked about it was, I mean, comparative to the Kusa HD, which is a paddle boat, you know, it's a little bit bigger. Uh, I think it's about an inch wider, um, a little bit longer. I'm not 100% sure because I don't remember what my boat is offhand, but it was 12 foot, 7 inches in length, 35 width. Um, it has a max load weight of 450 pounds. It comes with what they call the high ergo seat. and uh, That seat, instead of having the zip pouch that it had on the back before on the Cougus HDs, it has a molly bag, and I think a lot of the uh, new Jacksons are coming with, with that bag instead of the old one. Correct. Um, the boat weighs 102 pounds by itself, and well, this is claimed weight 102 by itself just for the boat, and 115 with the seat and drive. Um, it retails normally, I think, at 29.99, uh, but right now you can find this year's model. Uh, some of them are starting to be discounted, like anywhere from 15 to 25%. So, um, you know, it's a good boat. I did happen to get in one, I think is an earlier model. It had a three-blade prop on it, and um, I can't say that I could tell a huge difference, and that's not because there's not one. It's because I haven't spent, I think, a significant amount of time in a three blade prop like Jay had and like you had. So getting into that, you know, I couldn't tell a huge difference. Where I could actually tell the difference though is when I started tracking my speed. And I did notice I wasn't nearly as fast as I was in the big rig. So that, that two blade prop, it does make a difference. It's just, if you've not spent a lot of time in it, you're not really gonna know what that difference is unless you're tracking speed like I did. So, I think it was it was kind of hard for me to reach four miles per hour. In the and you and I did, yeah. With the two blade? No, the three. Yeah. We didn't switch it over. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. When I did it in the big rig with the two, it was you know it was easy to get to it, and um, you know, some of the layout of the boat, I didn't like. Like I didn't like that there was no paddle holder. Like the big rig had the two plastic pieces on the on a side where I just popped my paddle into. The Kusa didn't have it. It has a bungee for it, but there was nowhere to attach that bungee. Um, I'm not sure if there was something missing from the boat or if it's an accessory or gear track thing that you're supposed to add. There should have been a little plastic hook where that bungee hooks over. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. Like I'm wasn't 100% sure if it was, like I said, if it was missing or it might have been in a baggie. That might have not have been added. There was a baggie full of stuff in there. <clears throat> but it did come with a, might have been an Omega rod holder. Yeah. Um, and it also came with the um, Nalgene bottle, the uh, cup holder. Yeah. So that was pretty cool that they're including that in it. You know, Jackson always is real known for including some Yak Attack accessories with their boats, which is pretty cool. Um. <clears throat> I really did like the boat, though, overall. Um, I think it's because I just I kind of have a newfound love for pedal drives, and um, it made fishing in the wind. The wind did pick up a few times, and it just it made it a lot easier for me. 
I was with Ryan. He was getting real frustrated dealing with the wind and the waves and because um, he's in that vibe. And I, I, you know, I wasn't struggling like he was. And, you know, it was understandable. Like, all I had to do is take a couple pedal turns and, you know, I was right back in position. So, yeah, being able to have uh, hands free for movement on the water is is such a huge thing. I mean, I was very hesitant to get in a pedal drive last year. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've obviously spent pretty much all year in a pedal drive, except when I'm paddling the river. And uh, it, it makes a huge difference, man. Uh, I love the aspect of it and everything about it. So I dig it. I dig it. I mean, I've spent time in the Coos FD. I will say this. I recently pedaled the cruise fd and if you're a smaller guy i mean i'm kind of a bigger dude um it is kind of tipsy for a bigger dude but if you're littler don't weigh a ton uh that boat is fast yeah i mean fast if if i could lose like 50 pounds uh um you know, and stop eating ice cream and cheeseburgers and stuff. Um, I would totally get one for a tournament boat because you could rip across the lake and get to your spots in no time flat. Um, that is a fast, fast little boat. So just a little tidbit there. It'll be interesting to see if uh, the new Bite FD is that fast also. And that's, that's what something that kind of stunk. I kept bothering Jay. I'm like, dude, I want to put on a two-bladed prop, you know, because I wanted to see, like, I'm like, well, I've been in a big rig, and that thing is a hoss. I mean, that thing's, what, five inches wider? It's, I don't even know how long it is. And I'm like, if I could get that thing up to that, you know, four-and-a-half mark. Yeah. Oh, you would have easily, easily would have by switching that prop out. <laughs> yeah, because – there's you i mean i could definitely tell there's a lot more resistance in the water so um it's just you know like overall though like just kind of in general like fishing leisurely it it i, I guess that's where i didn't feel the big difference but you know when we got on like a long long pedal like you know moving from point like from one point to another that's where i kind of would see it but we had, I did have an issue, man, on the last night with it. Um, I hadn't hidden anything. Nothing was tangled up on it. And on the way back, I started getting this weird binding feeling in it. And it was almost like, almost like there was like bumps, like stops happening as I was pedaling. Like you could just feel this boom, 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 boom kind of going on. And, um, <laughs> I kept stopping and checking the prop, make sure there was nothing wrapped in it and there wouldn't be anything there. And so the only thing I could kind of really describe without opening it up was almost like there was a, a gear that was missing teeth in there or something, like it was skipping through it or something weird. But, um, you know, I it's I know so, it's something that's been already addressed with Jackson and everything. You know, that's why they they've been sh they were had to ship out a ton of new upper units to everybody. But um, I'm assuming that's probably partly what the issue was considering that i saw that there was a three-blade prop on it you know yeah i'm assuming that that boat was one of the earlier models but um yeah. you know 
And I think I'm wondering too, man, if that three bladed prop and all that resistance is actually what's causing what that was causing a lot of the drive issues. It, it may not just be it, but as I've heard, I think I've heard some people have gotten that two blade prop and end up still happen, happening that issue. But I know there's, you know, a lot of, a lot that, you know, Jackson's been going into trying to fix these issues that they've had with their drives. But it was just something that I noticed, and it, it didn't, it didn't break all the way or anything like that. You know, I, like I said, it might just be something a simple gear that needs to be fixed. It might just be, it might need grease. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't. Yeah, you should definitely grease the uppers. Um, and if the problem's still there, call customer service, and they'll get you taken care of. Um, but yeah, they they had some issues uh they've addressed them um so if it's it's a definite issue with your drive call customer service or call your shop have them get in touch with jackson and Mm -hmm. uh nine times out of ten what they'll do is ship a new drive um just to get it taken care of as long as it's under warranty but uh yeah the grease thing uh i know if you read the manual uh, you're supposed to take the boat out. I believe it's ten times, and then go back and regrease it, and grease it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of like their break-in period. Um, so definitely try that. I, I think that'll make a huge difference. Yeah, I would assume so also. Because I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't know if the shop has done anything like that, and I, know I have no idea how many times it's been taken out. So, you know, and I mean, we fished a lot. So I mean, we're talking easy eight hours you know three days in a row so 24 hours total on that drive just with me you know and i, I it's possible i think even durbin had that boat but <laughs> i'm not sure if it's the exact one that he had or not but you know it's it could be something resolved that way and but sure. i wish i would have tried to two blade because i'm thinking i wouldn't have had that issue happen in the first you know by then it might have happened eventually but um I wish I would have gotten a chance to put that two blade prop on. We just kept forgetting to do it. We'd rush out the door and get on the water. And yeah, I know how that goes. Get I wanted to see how, how fast I could get it. So for sure. But overall, it's a good uh, good boat. I did have the issue with the back, um, the back well area. Uh, I had to turn my black pack sideways again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know now that if I. Uh, get a pedal drive which i'm looking to probably get a big rig next year that i'll probably have to either a decide to move my rod holders or just get another crate of some sort and see if i can't find i think it'll it would fit fine if i put them on the side and i probably actually just add three on the side each side as opposed to just having three on the back side like i do with the river so might be something where i just get another black pack or something for it i don't know i hear you right now but very cool man i did one thing i really did like though and is it it has a um what would you call it like a little an insert that goes into the front hatch yeah 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 like a little tub yeah and uh it's probably i don't know about five inches deep maybe six at the most and that was cool because I was able to just drop. I have a Dakota lithium battery, so it's a, you know it's a it's a good battery. It's small and lightweight, and I could put that battery right in there and just have the wire running from underneath the hatch right there. 
and uh, so that was really cool. I kept some baits in there so I can make it, you know, easily accessible. And it has a tray underneath it. So um, as if I was changing out baits, I just set them in that tray so they weren't floating around inside on the deck. But it was uh, it was definitely fun. I liked the boat, you know. Um, it does still have that same rocking motion that we've talked about with the Coos HD. Like, you know, like it doesn't stabilize yeah, yeah. as quickly yeah. as what, like, a big rig does. Yeah, the secondary um, doesn't kick in as quick. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I could stand up in that thing easily. Um, one thing I'm kind of wondering, though, is, like, one thing I've always really liked, and I have one on my HD, is the, like, stand-up strap. It yeah. doesn't have that. Um, you can kind of use the drive, but I kind of feel weird using the drive to pull myself up like that sure because it's it's almost like it's built with like a handle into it you know right. what i mean right right, right. but um like it, it wasn't like a really big deal it just sometimes i feel it's a little easier to set your butt down a little softer using that strap as opposed to just plopping down so i hear you are we keeping are we keeping you up tonight no man no so we're good yeah well, so, you, got, uh, yeah. you got anything else to add to this? I don't, epic, I don't think so. Epic discussion? I don't know how epic it really is, but how do you feel about it? Epic? It was the dog's growl. <laughs> uh, I think we might need to end on the dog's growl. How about that? With that being said, guys, don't forget to check out the website, paddle the letter N in fin.com. Check out the blogs, check out the store, check out the host bio, bios, and all that good stuff. If you got a question, comment, want us to talk about a product, email us at paddle the letter N in fin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, and jig master jigs when in doubt get the jig out yeah buddy and don't forget about the plastics recycling program take your beat up jig trailers from this fishing season beat up Senkos, whatever it is stash them away in your boat when you get home throw them in a little baggie put it in a box tape it closed Take the address in the show notes and write it on that box. Give it to your local postal man so he can send it to my man, Eric Richards, at Hammered Lures. He melts those baits down, makes new baits, and donates them to various Heroes on the Waters chapters. Be much appreciated. Now I want to send a shout-out to Mo Yak Fishing Series down in Missouri. Uh, I just talked to Richie Lockery down there, and he was getting ready to send a five-gallon bucket that was a little over 10 pounds of used beat-up plastics onto hammered lures. Thank nice. you to everybody at Mo Yak for throwing your baits in that bucket at the end of the tournaments and such. With that being said, guys, till next time, tight lines, smooth paddles. Yeah, buddy.
What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Paddle, the letter N, and Fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander.